Hi there! Are you someone who lives out of a country you were born in or do you aspire to move abroad or you're simply interested in listening to heart-to-heart stories from people of different cultural backgrounds? If you are, you are at the right place. Welcome to my podcast, Meet the World With, where every week I talk to a person from a different country who has had an experience in living, working and studying abroad. In this podcast, you'll be able to learn about different programs, job opportunities, tips and tricks as well hear our real-life experiences. Welcome to the Meet the World With, and I'm your host, Isidora. In this episode of Meet the World With, I will have a pleasure to talk to Sara Kempainen, and she's someone who blew my socks off right at a first sight. I've had a pleasure to meet her during our study abroad program semester at sea back in 2017 while we were sailing around the world together. Sarah is someone who has studied and lived around the world. She is originally from Finland but currently lives in the Netherlands. Sarah will share her story about early beginning and studying at the United World College. She will talk about the importance of mental health and proper habits. Sarah will give an advice how to apply and be successful at it. I hope you enjoy listening how she went from a scared scout girl to a fierce young professional and a women's rights activist. Please help me welcome to the show, Sarah Kempainen. Hi everyone there, Uh, my name is Sarah and I'm 24 years old soon at the end of this uh, month. Uh, I'm originally from Finland, um, but I actually have lived abroad for almost I just have to think about it and I think I've been almost uh, seven years abroad now so um, that's quite something uh, in my life that has defined a lot of my what I've been doing up to but uh, yeah I left from Finland when I was 16 and then I moved to Italy and then I met Isidora when we were traveling around the world and now I'm in The Hague uh, currently where I finished my bachelor's and I worked for a bit but I'm actually again moving and relocating to Helsinki for a new job so that's in a very short Piece yeah, I, I, I think it's kind of uh, amazing that we're in this whole concept of living and moving abroad and you're again <laughs> moving around. So <laughs> I think this right. is amazing. So um, how did you even decide to start living abroad? I think that's like something that we all like at some point in our lives had an idea. And what was yours? Wh- where was it? How was it? <laughs> I think it's easiest to start with the why. Um, I think I'm very curious by nature. And I think that explains like a large bit why I left abroad. My mom, mom had traveled very extensively in her youth. She had gone to Israel and she had traveled, you know, doing the rail trip uh, around Europe and had traveled quite extensively. And I think I saw like, like the diversity of thoughts that she had gained from her travels. And I th- I thought like, I just wanted to also see what's out there. Like, I just felt like Finland was very small and I felt like life was very comfortable and very, like, uh, quintessential, uh, like, idyllic. And I just felt like I wanted to see more and I was very curious to know what was going out there. So that was, I guess, my, like, initial, I just was very curious. Um, But maybe, like, how I ended up actually leaving is that I really wanted to go abroad and I had, like, looked for any type of exchange programs, but my family couldn't afford it simply. Um, so I remember it was like this one <laughs> uh, day, very casual day, like any other. I was uh, going to, I was actually being late to my school for my lecture for my high school. Uh, and then I went there and I had never checked my email that morning. And I didn't know that actually the lecture was canceled. So I was at school and I didn't have nothing to do. So I decided to go to over like the board. This was still a time when things were not like on internet always, but actually like on a board and they were sending like these flyers. 
and I saw this this flyer and it says two years abroad everything all expenses paid go to these diverse multicultural schools get your high school diploma blah 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 and I was like what is this like I really thought it was a scam because I was like no way there anyone's gonna pay me two years to study abroad um like in these really cool campuses um but I went home I googled it and that night I said to my mom I'm gonna move to Italy uh I know it's gonna happen and then half a year later um I got accepted to United World Colleges um and went there that fall uh which is funny because that's actually our connection with Isidora is that we both went to the same high school in Italy in this tiny fisherman village uh but in different years so yeah that's essentially my story there uh but obviously like that application process was more much harder than that and i wasn't sure of myself that i was going to get it but the first night i read about united world colleges i was sure that that was my future like i knew it i deep in down i was like there's no way i'm not going to take this opportunity and go no definitely and i think it's really um awesome that you're um, talking about the beginning of your experience for many of us in our international community at least my very close friends we've all um started off with united world college and it's amazing to see how they as well grew um as an institution and then right now there is 17 18 of them The year that I started it was only 13 and it's so awesome that these connections that we've made even though we physically weren't at the same place at the same time there was just this um feeling that we both had when we first met each other which was like years later during yet another program so uh, <laughs> what yeah. I'm really curious about and I'll I'll later post all of the links about all the programs that we talk about and everything so it's going to be available for everyone to check out and it's so much more easier right now to apply and find those information than it was years ago. Agreed. Um, <laughs> what was your first impression when you moved to Italy? That's uh, that's a great question. It's actually a funny story because when I was younger, um I used to be a scout like many other Finnish girls and boys. Um and I was a scout that would like literally go for like a camp and the first Wait, night were I'd you selling up. the girls scout cookies too or is that only American? Thing? That that's American thing. I don't think we were doing it. <laughs> um but yeah, so uh I was I was always the girl that was like the first night on a camp would call my mom and say like I'm so homesick. You need to come and get me. I'm never going to be able to stay here for the whole weekend. Um so that was like my childhood. I was very homesick. I was very shy. Um and I remember that summer when I had been accepted to United, United World Colleges and going to Italy. The next fall, I freaked out in the middle of the summer because I was like, "Mom, I'm that girl. Like I'm that scout still who's like scared to be away for a weekend. Like how on earth am I going to survive?" going for two years in this foreign country where I knew no one I don't like everything's going to be in English like how am I going to like survive and I just remember my mom like looking at me and saying like Sarah like every woman in my family tree like you're going to know when things are real when shit hits the fan you're not going to freak out you're going to be fine and you're just going to know that you have to push through and the funny thing is when I moved to Italy and I remember the first night it was like stormy and rainy and like very like quintessential movie uh scene and I was like sleeping with my Brazilian roommate next to me and I was just thinking there and I was like damn I don't feel bad at all like I'm fine <laughs> and I actually never this, felt this is where I was supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, this is where I was supposed to be and I know that it's not for everyone for, but for me 
uh, even though I had been super shy as a young, like as a child, and I had been super homesick, somehow when I was there and I was in the right company, like it just felt right. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I, I now I'm thinking about the first time that I moved to UWC, <laughs> <laughs> and it was definitely something. So I'm gonna wave to my mom and dad and my brother because they were all a part of it, and I see them all down there. Oh. Um, um, I just want to say hi to everyone who's watching and again, welcome you guys in. So Sarah, like we talked that like, I mean, earlier, it was more of uh, reading the student board and trying to find out um, more information about the program that you're trying to apply to and just like seeking out people. However, like what are some tools that over the years you've um, discovered that are quite useful for the search of many programs that I, I know since you're a friend of mine that you have uh, done. UWC was definitely only the beginning of your journey. Absolutely. I think that's a great question. I mean, like you said, it's much easier nowadays. I think what you have to be like, what would be my advice to like looking for different programs and finding interesting opportunities just to keep your eyes open and kind of actively be on the lookout. Um, because there are so many times that you realize that a cool program is like has a deadline in two days and you're like, <laughs> like why did I not know about this so I would just say like keep your eyes open google some opportunities like once in a while there's some great um well I don't really know like databases but I feel like if you're active in like your own networks and if you're surrounded by people who are actually also looking for it can be really easy um or easier so I think over time I have had the benefit of UWC where we have a very good community of like kind of highlighting different opportunities and I try to do bring back that like uh, favor in terms of like, also highlighting like the things that I have done in the past and then show that hey you should do this or you should consider applying for this um, but yeah be on the lookout be open and I think kind of secondary advice would be like do do apply even if you don't feel like you might not be able to get it do apply do it not half as actually be intentional put your time in because that let's say week you spent writing a good application is nothing compared to spending two years in Italy or spending four months traveling around the world like we did. Um, it's really a small um, expense to a great future. Um, so I would just say be very intentional when you do it. And especially for the women out there listening and the girls, don't self-reject. I think a lot of us are very good at that. The moment we see a great opportunity to say, oh, I'm not qualified enough. I'm, I'm not gonna be able to do, I don't have enough experience. I don't have enough cool background. I have an interesting story don't self-reject. Let, let someone else reject you, but don't self-reject yourself. Yeah, I, I'm not good enough thought. I think it's very um, out there and I'm so glad you, you're voicing it out because it's it's really important. Yeah, let, let someone else reject you and that, yes. that's fine, but give yourself a chance. And I mean, um, maybe you knew that you were definitely going there and I knew about some other places in the world where I was like, yeah, this is where I'm going. However, there was always that period of questioning, Help well, out. yeah, am I good enough? Why am I even doing this? However, at least what you can do is um, apply and then see and wait and have that, that intention of, yeah, that this is, this is meant to be. And if this is not where it's meant to be, then something else will unfold and open. Um, 100%. So, Maybe I can actually step on. Yeah. yeah, if I can mention it, um, because UWC was kind of thing that I knew I wanted. And I, I was very, somehow I had a very big self-awareness that, that was going to be my thing. But for something that, one thing that wasn't very sure of me was uh, semester C where we met. So this program where you go on a ship and you 
study four courses or three courses and you go from one port to another on a cruise ship with like a bunch of other students and what we both did and where we met that was the time when i had no certainty uh that that was the right thing for me i had just applied to another like a year abroad program it was called i think global citizenship and Mm -hmm. i had kind of done the application half acidly to be honest like i was all my friends were applying and i was like oh they got it i'm sure like i'll I'll be fine too and i did it very half-assed and i didn't get it and i think there were like 12 other uh girls and guys in my in my year that year who got in and i was like probably the two only people who didn't get it and that was like such a shock to my systems so when it came time to the application for semester at sea i was very self-aware i was very self-conscious i was like there's no way all these people that apply for this program are applying again and i'm never gonna like my friends are way more smarter than me they're way more interesting like they're gonna get this but i was very 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 intentional about the application i made every bit of effort to bring the best that i could offer and be very prepared i practiced tons uh for the interview i talked to people who had done it before i asked their advice um so Like, you're not always going to have the confidence, but please, please apply. Because I had no idea that I would end up meeting Isidora uh, a year later on a ship uh, traveling around the world. But I'm very grateful I took that time and effort to actually apply. And I think this this is really important to to speak about one thing that you definitely voiced out. And that's, um, it's okay to fail. Yeah. And it's okay not to be okay. Um, actually, for me, semester at sea was something that, for example, I was really sure it was happening because the year before that, I did not get in. Yeah. And it, it rocked my world. I, I thought <laughs> that I was meant to go for this program because this program was everything I ever wanted. But it, what it did in the end, it inspired me to do better and to pick up and get myself ready and be even stronger and better candidates. So I do not leave a choice to, to people, but then just to simply have to select me and send me there. <laughs> and I would have never met you if I didn't fail the first time. So exactly. <laughs> I think the failures sometimes are great too. <laughs> So um, since we're like already spoke about UWC and semester at sea, what is, uh, if you can even like point out one thing that you can say was the best moment of your life abroad? Oh my God, that is impossible question to ask. It's like asking your favorite child. I know, um, I know. It's like taking you to a candy store and like making you choose only one type. I know, but I think I was thinking about this because you sent me the questions a little bit beforehand and I was thinking, one thing that I think like was really like, I don't know, phenomenal for me uh, was that first year we were in, uh, in Italy and it was a fall break and me, Michelle and Zoe, if you're ever watching this, hi, uh, we decided <laughs> to go to Slovenia for our first ever break uh, uh, from high school. And we took this bus to Ljubljana and we were in this beautiful, beautiful Slovenian town, uh, capital city, and just a level of freedom. I have never been able to feel that again uh, in the same way because I think that was like the first time euphoria but I just felt like we were these three teenagers in this town and just like pretending to be adults and like traveling around the world and like just the level of freedom that we had was incredible and I just that was like the first time I realized like this is my life like this is what I want to keep on doing this is what I want to keep on you know thriving towards and um, I don't know, that that was one of those, like, it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just the three of us walking in this city, having our Airbnb and going there and cooking a meal afterwards. Like, it was very simple thing, but that was my first kind of um, 
I think then there's obviously like these, all these crazy stories uh, of traveling around. And I think we have shared many special moments in Myanmar going to a balloon, but they, they're beautiful moments, but it, it really is the simple things that I think at the end of the day are the ones that I, I, I remember the best. Like I always remember the time when we were coming back from on a car from Myanmar and we just had a really incredible talk with you. And we just saw this beautiful sunset from a car and like that can be good enough. Like that, well, that is good enough. And that is amazing. There was, there was, and especially, I actually even remember that day very clearly because it was a very, um, it was a very poetic uh, thing because we've started our day. We, we waited for sunrise as we were lifting up in the air um, and yeah. in the balloon. And then it, it was ending up with a beautiful sunset. And I remember you, you actually pointed it out to me and you were like, hey, look at this. Yeah. And, and those are the moments that kind of freeze in, in your head. And I think they're really uh, underrated when we talk about living abroad and experiencing the world, you're always expecting these crazy stories and amazing things that happen. And sometimes it's just that feeling that you have of meeting someone and, and talking to them and getting to know them and, and sharing this is beauty of this nature in the end. Um, Absolutely. However, I have to ask you something and play a devil's advocate, but like, <laughs> what was the hardest part of living <sighs> abroad? What's the hardest thing? Um, I think it's like both the best thing and the hardest thing because I think what makes us grow. I think the hardest thing about continuously kind of moving from one place to another is like picking up those bags and starting again. Because when you start again, you are a beginner. You are in a place you don't know anyone. You don't know how the social, cultural things work and you are going to make a fool out of yourself. And I think that is both like one of the best things and what I think I, I why I keep on doing what I keep on doing. But it's also the hardest thing because... It's not easy to feel alone. It's not easy to feel like you don't understand. It's not easy when you feel like you're really being the silly person in the room. But I think it's also like the best learning curve for you. Um, so I think that is really hard thing. And I think for another thing that can be really hard, I think uh, it hasn't affected me so much because I don't think I get a lot of FOMO. But if you are a person who really feels bad when like or gets a lot of fear of missing out I think that can be really hard especially if you have a very tight family or community or friends back home you are gonna miss out on things like you're gonna miss out on birthdays you're gonna miss out on important days you're gonna miss out on important moments and that's the choice that you have to make um, and I think a lot of people don't realize that before they move and then they realize oh suddenly I'm losing friends because I'm not there or some suddenly I don't get to be in every birthday party or um, you know whatever special moment it is. And I, I think you have to make peace with yourself in order to be happy wherever you are. Yeah, definitely. And um, I, I think that that's, that's very important. What you're saying is that I, none of us is uh, aware. I don't think if you're doing it for the first time that, that you might be okay for a couple of months, but then the holidays might hit and you really <laughs> like uh, your holidays or the Christmas or yes, yeah, birthdays or even the bad things happening for like, to you um, realizing that your closest uh, family and your friends and people that you've been used to are no longer around you, it kind of puts you out of your comfort zone. However, I, I think that it might be the same for you as it was for me. You, you've learned how to um, extend your roots and yes. find that extended family and you, you grow and you appreciate it even more then. Yeah, absolutely. I think you get very, if not good, at least you get, better at building those uh, uh i don't know communities of belonging wherever you are and i 
I'm very blessed and very grateful to have those many those communities around the world and I know that and I think you're also like your concept of friendship changes a lot your concept of family changes a lot I think over the time I come to realize that there's a lot of people you lose on the way and there's some people that come to your life for a moment for a lesson for teaching you something and then there's people you might not see every year or even in four years or five years like we haven't um, yeah but they still remain very important to you and it honestly doesn't matter um I think I have a lot of friends who I lost touch with and kind of got upset at me because we haven't been in touch but I I realized that really true friendship you know they stick and even if you don't see each other you can still have a very special bond and you just have to really find those relationships to you true true I, I couldn't agree more since we're on a heavy topic um can you like highlight a lesson that you've learned so far and that you think that it's really important to share with anyone who wants to um, dare to try to live abroad, study abroad, even work abroad or go for any short or long-term program? Yeah, I, I think I would kind of follow on that point. I think like, I think if I wish I had known something before going abroad is that you're going to lose friends. You're going to lose touch with people and that's okay because that's life, you know, quite honestly. Um, I think I was very worried and I think I was very concerned when I started noticing that I was slipping, uh, like some relationships were slipping. Um, and I think, like, it is obviously important to stay in touch with those people who are important to you, but it's also like, don't make it, like, don't make it too much of a big thing, like, because life will happen and it happens eventually. Um, I think when you leave early, like when you're really young and you leave, it happens more quickly and I think it can be quite shocking because you still all see your, all your friends together and then you're like fuck I'm so out of this I'm like I'm not yeah. anymore there uh, but it's okay like you will you will you'll be fine and I think other thing is like what I really got from UWC and like being in this tiny fisherman village with like 200 idealistic kids from around the world it will I, I really feel like the world was brought to that tiny town and like there wasn't that much to do, but because there was such a diversity of thoughts and cultures and languages everywhere, it was just like the most exciting place. I think my main lesson from that time is like, there is so much more that unites us than divides us, but we just have to be enough empathetic and curious to find those things that unite us. And I think it's so important, like, it, like it's so easy to judge that we are very different or that we don't understand each other or we can't see eye to eye just because we, are, we have different backgrounds. I think it's such a false idol that we sometimes have i think there's so much more that unites us and i think we just have to be curious and empathetic enough to see beyond the kind of the superficial yeah. differences and and ready to accept just ready to yeah. accept that everything that's been served all along might not be the true yeah no, that, that you might be wrong <laughs> like yeah. your world is not the right own the right or only view um, <laughs> and i think honestly that is one of my favorite lessons from especially from uwc is that I used to hate being wrong and now I love it. I love when someone gives me a good argument or shares their point of view. And then I'm like, shit, I never thought that way. Or like, actually, I think I'm, I, I, you're changing my mind. And I, I think that's a beautiful Tell thing. Tell me more. I'm inspired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm inspired. Convince me wrong. Uh, yeah. So I think that's a really cool lesson to have. And I think it has made me better at everything that I do because at work, it's really important that you're able to see beyond the differences and like to be able to kind of get everyone's best ideas and put them together. No, no, that, definitely, definitely. That's amazing. Um, and I, I, I think that that is the beauty of it. And 
that perspective you will never get if you stay sheltered in your own nest. However, getting out of your comfort <laughs> zone and being surrounded by people that are wowing you from the moment you open your eyes until you go to sleep and sometimes even in the middle of a night. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that really does kind of shape your reality in a different way. Um, however, was there something that you really wish you knew um, before you, you started all of this? Yeah, I already mentioned the friend aspect. I wish yeah. there was something else. I wish I'd moved. And it I can be something also- as very, very simple <laughs> of um, trying to find an apartment or clean your room for the first time to something really, really heavy that you feel that you want to talk about. I feel like I was very lucky because my mom built me very independent. Like I, she was kind of the type of mother that never packed your back or, you know, made sure that you had done your homework. So I feel like that was like, in a way like something that was built into me like I wasn't very shocked by the fact that I had to do laundry Uh, but I think like I think it's more about the fact that and we talked about this earlier today it's like when you move abroad you really have to build foundation in yourself because you don't have that support network immediately like you have to be well you don't have to be but you eventually will have to uh oh no you don't have to be but you it almost eventually comes out of it you that you start building kind of foundations to you uh, that you will start making choices based on you and you have to kind of prioritize your own growth and being comfortable with yourself and okay with feeling alone or feeling sad and like being able to be kind of your own best friend in a way I, I think that sounds kind of funny and creepy but like <laughs> I really do think that when you're alone in a strange country like you like you have you and you need to know that that's that you can trust on yourself to make the right choices or push through Definitely. And and it's okay to question you and question yourself and to love yourself. And um, I don't think that any of us is ready to to actually look so deep down inside and be okay with who we are. And same as you, I, I, I really learned that over the time. And I really wish that there was somebody who could have told me, hey, like, you will be working on yourself a lot and it might get yeah. really comfy from time to time and it might hurt but you know what in the end of the day get over it kid like we all have to do it at some point we do have to do it and i think there's beauty in it because you get to reinvent yourself every few years and i'm not saying like you change your personality or you just change your style or whatever it is but like when you move into a new place you have a new point to like kind of restart how you are and how you function i remember when i came to Italy I felt like I was very naive I felt like I was very uncertain of myself I felt like I played a lot on my looks I feel like um I wanted to put myself down so not to like I didn't want to seem like I don't know I think I was sometimes playing too dumb because I felt like that was what I was expected of me because of the way I looked and I think every time I moved to a different place I got to focus on different aspects of my life so when I came to The Hague I was very much about work like I wanted to show that you know what I can do this I can be at top of my class I can build something interesting I can I can work for me um and I think like that's that's the beauty of also like changing places and going somewhere different whether that's like within your own country or starting a new school like you do get to reinvent yourself and like improve the parts that you feel like maybe need improving and keep the ones that you're very comfortable with True, true. I could not agree more. Since we are almost running out of time, and um, yeah, hi to all the peeps back home as well. I get all the comments all the time, and I feel so bad. I'm like, I don't want to cut her off. And I see you guys, and thank you for sending uh, love and waves. 
Um, I actually want to start this off by finishing off with two questions that are always going to say the same because I'm really interested in that when it comes to everyone around. So very serious questions. No, I'm just joking. But what are you reading right now and what's your current gem? Oh my God. I am reading right now Ben Horowitz, The Hard Things About Hard Things. And it's an incredible book about startups. So I work in the startup tech world, uh, but it's an incredible book because it's very honest. It's very candid. Uh, and one thing that I love about it is like, it talks about the things that people normally don't talk about. It talks about laying people off. It talks about what does it mean when you're in the midst of bankruptcy and you know that you're going to like basically disappoint everyone in the company that has worked for the five years. Um, it's a very candid book about the startup tech ecosystem uh, from one of the greatest, I think, very thinkers real in that with world. Very real, whole situation too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I just like it because it doesn't talk about the good times. Uh, it actually talks about the hard things. Um, so that's one thing. Um, that's my what I'm reading right now. And then my eternal jam is Frank Ocean or any Ben Howard song. It's just, it's those things that like, just think, it doesn't matter what year it is, they always sound good to me. That's awesome. Well, um, thank you for agreeing to do this with me. And thank you for being very awkward and clumsy and pushing through all my questions and um, <laughs> opening yourself up and speaking honestly about the things that I really think are missing um, right now. And I wish you all the best. And I hope that we can talk even more about some other programs because I know you've done so much and you have so much <laughs> to share. And um, yeah, for the rest of you guys, I hope you enjoyed. Again, uh, feel free to ask questions. I will put Sarah's link in the bottom. So follow her. She has some amazing content that she's actually doing every Sunday. Yay. And um, in the meantime, I will put up all the information about the programs we've talked to uh, and talked to about that. So you guys, if you want to ask us, feel free to reach at least um, me or to google and yeah i really hope you yeah. guys enjoyed so thank you Sarah, thank you so Isidore. thank you have Isidore a lovely rest me. of the day <laughs> <laughs> bye anytime bye